We are live. This is Fresh Off The Grill Podcast, your main number one podcast for all the MMA news. We got no fights this weekend. And probably the best holiday, at least I think so now. Oh, it's top two for sure. Is right around the corner, and that's Thanksgiving. So we'll be taking a week-long break after this comes out, and no fights. So we're going to bullshit our way through this. Yeah, we don't have any fights until December 7th now. Is that Pearl Harbor Day? Sounds good. They fucked up. They should have done a card in Japan. (laughs) Maybe they're doing one by surprise. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I could do this all day, but I won't because I can't. Anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about Fight Night 164, or do you want to talk about the Pats first? We can talk about the Pats for a little bit. Back on the winning track after they lost in Baltimore. Offense looked abysmal. Defense, again, looked good. I think Baltimore just had a style that they didn't know how to defend or couldn't defend that week. Lamar Jackson, little too athletic, hard to cover. They had a good running back. They had a great offensive line and three tight ends to help them block instead of receivers. I just think it's a good style to go up against ours. Well, we won 17-10. to 10. I don't want to say most of our problems, but some of our offensive woes are going to be shored up a little bit when we get our left tackle back against Dallas. Isaiah Wynn, he's back after a turf toe injury. He's been out for, like, I think since, like, week one, maybe week two. Our line has definitely been the shakiest, especially with a – with the tackles not in their natural places, and we're missing that tight end blocking. And the fullback. Don't forget the fullback. James Devlin on this roster, what he did was really underrated to help the run game. But Marshall Newhouse, who is the substitute left tackle, he may be the worst offensive lineman I've ever seen. He's terrible. What's his natural position? Tackle, but he's just awful. Oh. There was just nobody else left. We had backup plans in place. I thought he was paying, playing like a secondary position. No, we had backup plans in place, but those players retired. Like, I think it was Jason Valdir. I'm not positive on the first name, but the last name is definitely Valdir. We got him as a good backup. Like, he's a, he'd be a very good backup because he was a starter in the league for a while. But he just abruptly retired at the start of minicamp. And Isaiah Wynn was doing well in his first game, and then he got that turf toe thing, and he's been out ever since. Went on IR, and he came back this week. And speaking of tight ends, Gronk's big announcement is that he's having a fucking party. Yo soy fiesta. In Miami, during the Super Bowl, but he won't be in the Super Bowl. He can do whatever he wants, but that was a little fucked up the way he did it. Yeah. Like, I didn't see the thing, but when I saw it, I was like, okay, typical Gronk. Of course, that's what he's doing. But I guess in the actual announcement, he had a little football over one shoulder and then a party and Gronk over the other. And he went with the party and Gronk. But he's been messing. I didn't think he was coming back, but he's been messing with fans for a while now about coming back. I kind of just think he was like messing with the fans as a ploy to almost sell the party, get people hyped up for it. Or at least hyped up for the announcement of it. Do what you want to do, but just pick a better medium to say it in, I guess, or a better way to say it in. 
I thought he was going to come out and say that he had some new uh, CBD oil for I thought either that or some fucking type of wrestling thing. <laughs> Maybe doing a movie with The Rock. I don't know. He's he's probably a terrible actor. Oh, probably horrible. He's bad in Dunkin' Donuts commercials, let alone a feature-length yeah. film. But I thought, I mean, if you're going to have some type of big announcement, your big announcement is that you're holding Kenny Powers' big 4th of July birthday bash. <laughs> Do you think no one's going to come, too? Very well. Could be no one goes, but... No, there's going to be people going. He's going to throw a great party, probably. It's going to be L-I-T. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. The announcement was corny. Yeah. But whatever. Do what you want to do. I'm one that supports his retirement, too, so... Yeah, I didn't want him to come back if he didn't want to come back. And now he's saying that there's a chance he could come back next year. Why? He's just doing it to stay in the limelight. Just stay retired. People have had enough. You had a great career. That's it. I had heard uh, mumblings about Antonio Brown coming back, too. Oh, because he apologized to Robert Kraft. Mm -hmm. This dude's just trying to get a job. If he comes back, I'm not saying, based on how our offense has produced, that I wouldn't welcome him back. But I don't think he's coming back. That being said, if he came back, cool. Because this offense is trash. Offense. The, the offense is trash. They're awful. They're, just, they're not playing well. It could be because of the line. It could be because they're just trash. I don't know. We didn't look good against the Eagles either. Apparently they have a good pass rush and both good offensive and defensive line. And their secondary got healthy again. I mean, Brady didn't have a bad game, but he didn't have a good game. Through no touchdown passes, just over 50% completion percentage. I guess the wind was awful there because that's what Zolak said about like three hours before the game, that it was very windy. But I think uh, Brady had some kind of uh, incompletion record. Oh, yeah. He threw the most incompletions in his career in the first half. He had like 14 or 15 incompletions. He's on his way to set a record in his career for most passes attempted based on how little faith they have in the run game. They're just not running the ball. Sony Michelle has like 500 yards. All year? All year. A mix of that's him. He can't... I don't like the way he plays. He doesn't just hit the hole and run. He plays a lot like Lawrence Maroney used to. Kind of dances in the backfield a little bit. Waits for a hole to open instead of just trying to hit the hole that's there. Yeah. No, I, I don't hate, like that type of stuff. I hate that shit where they'll like side strafe for fucking 10 yeah. yards before they move, start moving forward. That's why I really like that running back in Tennessee, Derrick Henry. He almost had 200 yards on the Chiefs. That's almost why they solely why they won that game. I'm trying to think of anything else of note. Folks holding up. So far, he's the best kicker we've had all year. And other than that, um, Harry made his season debut, Nikhil Harry. Oh, yeah. Had three catches for like 18 yards or something like that. Edelman almost killed a guy. Did he? And when he bent uh, that guy backwards. Oh, fuck that idiot. He, he, thought, he thought he got an interception on him. So Edelman tackled him like and bent the dude, like folded him up like a table. Yeah, it looked like he gave him a backbreaker from old wrestling. Like he just dropped it, dropped to his back, fucking slammed him. 
right on his knees. And the guy, in slow motion, it looked a lot worse, but the guy got up and walked off. Brady was getting a lot of pressure. He, um, I think he only got sacked maybe once or twice, but he was getting hit pretty much every Almost play. every single play. Newhouse is fucking trash, I told you. He can't stop anything. He couldn't stop a nosebleed with a ball of tissue. And then we have Edelman with another touchdown pass. Yeah, he also had three drops in the first quarter, though, one for a touchdown. We had to settle for way too many field goals in this game. We In the red zone, we have to turn those into touchdowns. You can't keep on winning games. If if you're on the, off, the, on the field that little amount of time as an offense, that means that your defense is going to be on the field for that much longer. You can't expect your defense to hold up forever if they're always on the field. They're eventually going to get tired no matter how good of a unit they are. Unit. Shut up, pervert. Anyway, that'll about do it for football because we're pretty Pat-centric around here. And we're going to talk about UFC Fight Night 164. First one of the night, you got Wellington Terman defeating Marcus Perez by decision. I thought that was a pretty good fight. I thought this whole card was kind of like The whole card was pretty lackluster. So I thought that was a pretty good fight. Next, you've got Andre Munoz defeating Antonio Arroyo by decision. That one, that was a pretty boring fight. A lot of it was Munoz chasing Arroyo, trying to get the takedown. Yeah. And not getting it. And just kind of holding on to him until the referee separated him. I'll talk about separations in the main event, which should have happened, but... The next fight was great because that lasted about 60 seconds. (laughs) You've got Charles Oliveira defeating Jared Gordon by KO. For someone whose game is so submission-centric, this is his second straight KO. I don't know if that... It was fierce, too. It was. It was bad. He put him out cold. I don't know if that speaks to his level of competition or that his game is evolving that much. I'd like to think it's his game evolving, but also, who is Jared Gordon? It was a clean knockout, nonetheless. He had a like stiff right... And then it was just, he was gone. Oh, yeah, he folded him up. Good shit from a submission fighter. He looked good his last couple, well, I mean, he's looked good more than his last couple of fights, but the last couple of fights, his strikings really looked good. In the Komei event, you've got Mauricio Shogun Hua getting the rare split draw against Paul the Bear Jew Craig. You don't see it much. I kind of think Shogun won because I thought he won rounds two and three. I thought Shogun was retired. He's won like his last three fights. By KO, too. He's been doing good. Fold it in. No. That's it. They got to run it back. Nope. Fold it in. (laughs) Go to Bellator. He gets slept in Bellator. Ryan Bader would fuck him up. Ryan Bader is one of those people that left the UFC for Bellator on a winning streak. So he's not trash. We've also got Phil Davis down there, which that's basically their only two light heavyweight fighters worth mentioning. But they probably both fuck up Shogun at this point in his career and theirs. And for the main event. Dude, this shit put me straight to sleep. It was hard to watch. Jan Blackwood's defeating Jacare Souza by split decision. I had to stop watching it, it and looked then like, watch it the next day. It looked like a sparring match. It was bad. 
it was pawing jab, finding a distance, straight clinch for half of the round. Every round was exactly the same. The only action you saw is was at like the very end of the fifth round. I stopped watching it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did finish the fight, but I watched it back the next day. I switched and I started watching the bare knuckle FC. Blaskowitz is the only one who did anything really. And that was so minimal at, at like serious. I don't really see how Souza could have won seeing how Blackwitz was. Kind of... <laughs> he thought he won. He threw his hands well, up. Well, I mean, he got a split decision, but I don't see how you could score it for him. I think they were just doing it based on takedowns. It also could and be c- because it's Brazil. And because he was pushing him against the fence. Yeah, but Jan Wachowicz was controlling more of the fight, I thought. You, you, you could tell how bored the audience was, too, because they at one point they just put out their cell phones and they were doing yeah. the cell phone light thing yeah. that you do at concerts. Yep. Yeah, that shit was terrible. If you haven't seen this fight, I don't recommend watching it. Honestly, don't watch this whole card. Just watch the, I'll watch the Oliveira knockout to Gordon and then just act like this never happened. You could watch two of the girl fights on the prelims. They got some cheeks on them. Cheeks. What was the uh, the boxing fight, the uh, bare-knuckle boxing fight you were talking about? Oh, bare-knuckle FC. You got Jason Knight defeating Artem Lobov by fifth-round TKO and their rematch. The first fight was fucking great. Like, it was honestly one of the best fights I've ever seen. And then the second fight wasn't as good as the first one, but it sure as fuck a lot better than anything the UFC put on that night. I'm going to have to watch it. It was pretty good. The whole fight, I mean, they do two-minute rounds, so it was only like nine and a half minutes, maybe, of actual fighting. That sounds great. Yeah, I love it. It was great. It was a good fight. Lobov got fucked up. He must have broke his oral bone or something. Jason Knight hit him in the eye, and then about like... Four seconds later, he just went to his knees and was like, I'm done. Say what you want to say about Artem Lobov's skills. He's a tough-ass dude. He's not just going to fall and quit a fight for no reason. And since we have nothing else to talk about, we're bringing in our top five segment. Hell yeah. Thanksgiving foods. (laughs) Starting off with our pick for the worst Thanksgiving food. Oh, my... My worst is hands down squash. Just any type of squash? Any type of squash. Get that shit off my fucking plate. Don't even mention that shit around me. If you put that shit on my plate, I'll throw that right away. I'll give it to the dog. I'll wipe my ass with it. If you, I just won't put it in my mouth. If you make squash, dog, I don't want to do business with you. Exactly. <laughs> give the people what they want. We don't come here for fucking vegetables. We come here for calories. Empty calories, fucking fatness, shit to put us to sleep. Fuck squash. I mean, there's probably people that make it good, but fuck stuffing too. I was just going to say cranberry sauce. I feel like it needs no introduction. Oh, you don't really need to uh, deliberate on it anymore. That's on the same thing with squash for me. That doesn't even go on my plate. I've never had it the good kind, the homemade shit, but when you slide that sad shit... Straight and from it the just can. Stays in the form of the can. It's like disappointment. It's like Jelly's sad fucking cousin. It's so bitter. My mother loves that shit too. She's the flavor bandit. Of course she does. Whenever we do Thanksgiving, she goes, "Oh, where's my cranberry sauce?" I go, "Fuck you, cranberry sauce." <laughs> it's in the garbage it where it like belongs. Shit. 
I will say this though, my sister Essie made good homemade cranberry sauce. That mixing it with some turkey, some mashed potatoes, it was pretty good. Alright. Well, I'm not talking about that. I've yeah. never had the homemade Fuck shit. The cran- Fuck the canned shit. It's terrible. It's never even been in one of my Thanksgiving like plates or any Thanksgiving memories at all. If I make my own plate, that doesn't touch it. No, I'm saying it, it doesn't even get made in my house. Oh, that bad? It doesn't even get made. We have people that like it in my house, so we gotta do it. Bullshit. It's whack. It's, it's fucking trash. Alright, top five. You can start. My fifth. You said we could include the desserts on here. You're lucky I just didn't fucking put all the desserts on here. I'm fat. Fifth, I put pumpkin pie. It's a solid pick. It is. Let me think. Channel your inner fat king, Gabe. Five is going to be a dark horse. Not really. Uh, I'm going to go with stuffing, which you put almost there with squash. I've had good versions of stuffing, and I still – I could take it or leave it, okay? Or as, as my mama calls it, it's, it's dressing because that's what they call it in the South. That's my grandma's recipe. It's southern, you know southern it? dressing. Unnecessary or trash. Filler. Well, it literally fills yeah. the turkey. You stuff the turkey with it. I just don't like stuffing. Don't hate it. Just I'd rather not eat it. What are you eating? Are you eating that box shit? No. Fuck no. My mother makes – apparently she makes good stuffing. I just don't fucking like it. We didn't even talk about any of the, the gizzards or the innards or the turkey neck. Oh, I always used to tell everyone they were just testicles. <laughs> My dad likes eating them. And I used to tell him that the turkey neck was a schlong. <laughs> You're wrong. Do you number four? Oh, my number four is turkey. Wow, that low? Yep. I like me a good turkey. So do I. My number, f- all my top fives are fucking delicious. Yeah. The top five, they're all delicious. It's just that there's things I like better than turkey. And I fucking love turkey. I'm not one of those people who think turkey sucks, you know? I think my number four is going to be green bean casserole. I didn't even crack my top five because I don't have it at every Thanksgiving. We've only had it when I make it, and I've only made it once. Well, green beans one of my favorite vegetables. It's probably mine, actually. So. If you don't count potatoes. Obviously, the fat version of green beans is going to be pretty high up there. Yeah. I mean, it is good. I do like green beans. Also, not even really worth making from scratch. You should just make it with all the canned shit. It's almost as good. I would still use the fresh green beans. Fresh green beans, definitely, but I'm saying... But yeah, you can use canned cream of mushroom soup. I, There's no need. I've made the mushroom soup from scratch. It's not worth it. It's more of a pain in the ass than what it's worth, and it doesn't taste that great. And then those crunchies... The little fried onion strings. Out of the things? They're fine out of the fucking little yeah. cup. I'm, I'm definitely can, not making that. Can cut box things. That shit's way too much work. No, then you gotta get the fucking deep fryer, you gotta get the fucking spider out, then you gotta worry about fucking batter and oil burning all the types of fucking holes in your face, looking like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I'm all set. My number three, apple pie. That's actually my number three, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> to tell you the truth, it, it could have been my number one. I fucking love apple pie. Apple pie is so goddamn good. I don't even need the ice cream on it like some people do. Just give me some apple pie. I like a good apple pie. I'll make, uh, how, what kind of apples do you use? 
I use all different types, mainly Granny Smith. Yeah, my mom always told me you got to use the Granny Smith. The sour, the apple, I guess, the sweeter it turns out while you're baking it. Yep. It's fucking fantastic. You got to keep that flavor even, too. And I make the pies now, so I make the apple pie. That's all my apple pie. Delicious. I don't make the crust, though. I can't do that. My mom makes the crust. Yeah, my mother used to, too. It's just I saw her doing it, stretching it out, fucking rolling pins, too much work. I'll get that Pillsbury shit. It's still good. Fucking love apple pie. <laughs> That's the sound I make. Yep. What's your number two? Mac and cheese. We never have mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. We've been doing it because I've been making it. Yeah. And my mac and cheese is fucking good. I fucking, I fry up, pan fry some linguisa. Mm. I use cream cheese. Mm. I don't really make a roux, but I do. You just make melted cheese. No, because I use milk. Yeah. It's, it's So you're saying you, you dilute some melted cheese and call it a roux? I make it thinner. <laughs> this mac and cheese is good enough to give you gout and not be mad about it. <laughs> I got gout, but this mac and cheese is so good. It's pretty fucking good. And I don't care what anyone says. you got to use a little bit of that fake-ass cheese. Velveeta. That shit melts so good and it's so creamy, you've got to use a little bit. I don't like Velveeta. But I know what you're saying. It does make a good mac and cheese. Exactly. You're not going to go around fucking eating blocks of Velveeta. You, I think the only thing you do fucking use it for is mac and cheese or that like queso dip. The, the Rotel. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Or, or if you, I don't know if you're making the Whiz at home. Maybe you use that too. Like cheese whiz, cheese whiz with That's your probably too salty. with your cheese steaks. I don't know. I yeah. like I like provolone on one at home. But anyway, my number two is turkey. All right. I don't feel like much needs to be said about the turkey. It's turkey on Turkey Day. I'm kind of having a two for spoiler alert for my first pick. My Turkey Day is gonna be special because. We're going over to my brother's house for it. We're all making the sides. They're making like the main thing, the turkey. Becky's making the regular oven-baked turkey. And then she's doing a deep-fried turkey. I've never had deep-fried turkey. That's what Elvis does, and I've never had it. He Apparently, does... it's really fucking good. The only downside is you can't get any gravy out of it. Because you're what, burning up all the fat? It's deep-fried. Yeah. So we're getting the gravy from the baked turkey. Because you got to have gravy. Technically, I guess my number one's a twofer then, too. Is it? Mashed potatoes and gravy. It's the only fucking way. Hell yeah. (laughs) Only fucking way. That's what everybody came for. It's the fucking best. It it really is. I don't know why I love it so much other than it's so good. Yo, get that gravy boat and bring it over here. Make a bowl, fill her up. damn good gravy, too. I make pretty good gravy, but not a good turkey gravy. I mean, gravy is one of the main ingredients in one of my most favorite dishes of all time. If there's something on your Thanksgiving plate that sucks, put some gravy on that bitch and it's all right. Yeah. Like, it, on the rare case, if I ate some stuffing, I would just douse that bitch in gravy. <laughs> I think you used to eat my mom's stuffing yeah. when you came Like over. I said, I will eat it. I just don't really like it. Oh, you weenie. None of them are that bad. I just rather other things. One of my favorite dishes, shout out to Montreal, is basically mashed potatoes and gravy in another form. 
and poutine. Of, of course we're talking about poutine. Throw some cheese on it, and it's basically mashed potatoes and gravy. I'm so hungry right now. I am too. I wasn't hungry before we started talking about this. Why'd you have to do this to me? I'm I'm about to have a sad person omelet over there. It's just leftovers, and I'm gonna put egg in it. That's what's up. Yeah, that food pantry at work should be for me. Broke. Dude, I saw that, and I was walking by. I'm like, damn, why the fuck people getting Mike lunch again? <laughs> He did. He totally stole the fucking soups. Who does out that? Of, he stole the soups. How do you out of the food? show up with nothing for lunch and you look around and then you pretend to stumble upon your can of soup in the food pantry? <laughs> Yo, who put my lunch in here? He oh, did it. Oh shit! This is where they put it. Who is who is they? I forgot about that. Um, this this motherfucker just stole from the needy. There were three cans in there and he took one of them. <laughs> But he gave to the poor, so he's kind of like a, like a low-budget fucking Robin Hood. Because <laughs> he gave it to his own broke ass. And here's the kicker. <laughs> I'm the broke one. I'm the poor guy. This it's for me. He deserves all the beatings his wife gives him. Hell yeah. And that's going to about do us for our Thanksgiving Day rankings. Gabe, you want to hit us with this week's misconnections? I never knew how I Man looking for very passionate female. Older married man would love to find a woman who may or may not be married, but misses passion in all forms. If you love kissing and some mind-bending oral, then I hope to hear from you. This could benefit the both of us. Hell yeah. This. Where is this? Hold on. I don't even know if it says where it's posted. It says Boston Metro West. This idiot didn't even put a fucking like town or anything. It's just Boston Metro West. That means this dude's willing to travel. Also, this dude is old. How old? He says older married man, and he also didn't know that you had to put an address on this shit. So old. Do you think his wife just doesn't let him touch her anymore, or do you think she's like mad disrespectful about it? She's like, get that mind-numbing oral out of here. <laughs> I don't need, I don't have time for these things with my dried-up, cobwebbed vagina. She's gonna stay on point for murder. She wrote, she can't have that mind-numbing <laughs> oral. Yeah, she's like, how am I supposed to follow the murder cases in here? The fucking Beatrice. That's her name. <laughs> anyway. You can email us at freshoffthegrillpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram to look at our beautiful faces sometimes whenever we decide to post. Like barely ever. You can like us on Facebook, Fresh Off The Grill Pod, all that stuff. And download the Anchor FM app and leave us a viewer voicemail if you want. Review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And everybody have a safe, happy, and healthy Thanksgiving. We'll see you in two weeks. Adios. Peace, you son of a bitch. I did it. <laughs> Love to eat turkey. <laughs> Love to eat turkey. I love you. Love to eat turkey. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should Cause it's turkey to eat So good
That clapping's messing my head up, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I was, was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping. Here we go. Thanks anyways. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah, that's not picking you up. That's weird. It is sometimes. Is it the core? I don't know. Hello? Um, yeah. I don't really have anything to add to that. Cool. Hold on, you cut out again. Where? Um, hold on. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. Turkey with gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. Turkey for you. Damn, you fall asleep on me, boy? I am pretty tired.